0: The CEO Diaries, powered by Harper Ellis Hair Co. Y'all, today we're talking all about partnerships. Okay, say you want to open this business. You want to have your BFF, come be your partner. What are you gonna do? Like, what are the steps to take to make sure that it's successful? It's your BFF after all, right? You want it to last forever? You want this relationship to stay successful. You want it to be valuable for both parties. What are the steps that you take? Say you want to open a business and you want to, you know, someone that's really good at a skill and you're like, hey, this would benefit me if I had this person be my partner, um, a business partner. Um, say you find someone that has a, a fat bank account and you think, you know, they call those investors, but You say, hey, I want this person to come and help me fund this idea that I have and help me create and build this business, you know, financially, whatever it is. We've all thought it. We've all thought it might be nice to have a business partner. It might be nice to have what I call a battle buddy. Whatever the case is, we've all thought it. We've all thought that we could, you know, have per se the battle buddy, the person to come and help you navigate business owning, being a CEO, being a leader, being a boss, all the things. We've all thought, what if that helped me or helped me navigate what I'm about to get into? So over the years, I've had a ton of different businesses, but also business partners. I've had a ton of different types of businesses. So for legal purposes, I'm not telling you any specific stories about a certain person. I'm just gonna give you guys some broad stories. Some of them probably will leave your draw on the floor, Um, but I'm gonna tell you guys what I've done to help myself and protect myself and protect my businesses, especially as they grew and the things that if you are thinking about a partnership or if you are in the middle of a partnership, what you can do to, I don't know, save the relationship or make sure that your business has longevity. You want to make sure that, you know, here's the thing. At the end of the day, businesses are ran by people and people Sometimes you can meet people in your life, and if you're like me, I don't know, I think everybody deals with what I deal with. You meet people in your life, and they are awesome, and I honestly, sometimes, I have such awesome people, especially employees or business partners, um, team members, people in general, I have people in my life that are so good to me and so genuine, and They are so invested in me. I'm invested in them. that I lose sleep at night thinking how I could add more value to their lives. Like that's just how much I love people. Sometimes I'm like, I could never repay them for what they've done. Um, So, and here's the thing. With relationships, I always think that it needs to be equal. It needs to be equal in a marriage. It needs to be equal in business relationships. It needs to be equal if you're dating someone. Everything needs to be equal. You can't have someone bringing 10 and someone else bringing 90. It just doesn't work like that. Everyone has to be there 100%. Everyone has to be 100% um, all the time. Not all the time. You're going to have bad days. But what are you going to do to protect that when it comes to business? And so, you know, there's people in my life that are amazing. And then there's people that just really suck. Like, it's caused so much trauma inside my life because sometimes people just wake up and they suck. Or like Kane and I were t- laughing about a while ago, sometimes I get, I think that people are born out of the womb and they just suck. Like, They just naturally, he's laughing, but they naturally suck. And maybe that's not the case. I know that there's so much mental um, science behind this right here, but I don't know why. But here's the reality of it. People suck and you're going to have to get over it. You're going to have to move on when people do you wrong. I know that's hard. I'm preaching to myself saying that because I lose so much sleep when people do me wrong. But people change also. People mask their suckiness, per se. People, you go years thinking you know someone and knowing who they are to the core, and then they surprise you one day and say, surprise, I'm this really sucky person. I'm going to stab you in the back a thousand times, and how are you going to deal with it? But here's the reality of it. I compare business partnerships to, like, prenups and marriage. You could say that. I just thought of that just now. But Prenups in marriage, like, you know, you have a prenup in marriage, sometimes, and this is something you may not know, sometimes in marriages, or prenups, I mean, you, people think the general prenup is like, you know, the rich person gets a prenup, and meaning that when they divorce, the other person doesn't get all their money. But really, if you didn't know, in prenups, you can have like actual set contracts of like, you know, if you do X, Y, and Z, if if it's proven that you've done X, Y, and Z to do me wrong, then, you know, you don't get... X, Y, and Z, basically. So you can put very specifics inside of contracts and make sure that you're protected at all costs. Also, people die. I know that's a really morbid conversation here. Um, thankfully, I've never had a business partner die. But, you know, what do you do inside of these contracts to make sure that you're protective? If that were to happen, you have to be ready for anything you almost have to think of things that are really sometimes hard to think about because it's hard to think about what if my business partner wakes up and decides to hate me one day what if my business partner wakes up and is or gets becomes disabled or what happens if my business partner decides to move away Um, there's just things that happen inside of people in their lives that you have to be a hundred percent prepared for it's also really hard to go to someone else and go yo what happens if you die? What happens to me? What happens to the business? What happens if, you know, like I said, you wake up and decide to hate me one day? Uh, all those things need to be thought out no matter the situation. So here's one thing. If you're listening to this and you're thinking about a business partnership, or if you're listening to this and you already have a business partnership and you don't have these things in order or in contract and writing, signed, sealed, delivered, you must do so ASAP. So I'm going to give you the steps that I've taken. I've learned this from experiences. I'm going to give you guys some like telltale stories a little bit um, just to kind of tell you that I've actually really experienced some of the nitty gritty of this, but um, more than anything, I want to give you guys the steps that I've taken to protect myself, but also protect the businesses that um, not only I've built, but my teams have built, you know, I have to protect When I, when I protect things with contract, a lot of times it's not just myself. It's my family. It's my team that, you know, come and spend more time here inside these walls than they do at home with their family. Sometimes Um, I have to protect their jobs and I have to, there's so much on your shoulders as the leader and a CEO. And so making sure that those things are in order and there's no question when shit goes south, you got to make sure it's good. So, all right, here's my steps. First of all, you got to find a business attorney. Here's the thing. Before, you know, doing all these jobs and having all these titles that I have, I I knew that there were different types of attorneys. I knew that there were, like, divorce attorneys. I knew that there were, like, child custody attorneys. I knew that there were, you know, all these different, um, I don't know, what kind of, I don't know, just different attorneys for different things. Um, you could have, like, a product, you know, legal product attorney. You could have, I'm trying to think of all the things that I've used before. Um... There's just a million different types of attorneys out there that um, specialize in your specific thing. So go and find a business attorney, but not only that, find an attorney that specializes in business contracts. I know you're like, whoa, I didn't know that was a thing. Yes, there's actually people out there that specialize in developing and making contracts for businesses. So long story short, I've got a really good one on my team, Um, and so... Find someone that can really help you, you know, think of those things that are really hard for you to think of as a business owner, or as a human in general, um, help you think of those things that could happen um, and what's going to happen if those things happen. And so find them, talk with them about, you know, the situation. I think it's important that you share, um, you know, and be very, very honest. You can't, you cannot lie to these people. You cannot say, you know, you can't come to it as in a selfish um, standing of like, you know, I work every day on this business and I do this and I don't feel like my business partner does this. It can't be that way. You have to come to a very honest place and go, you know, this is what I provide for the business. This is what my business partner provides for the business. This is what the risk that I'm taking. Let's talk about that. We'll talk more about that in a minute, but the risk that you put out, whether it's money or whether you're the face of the business or, you know, any kind of risk that you feel like you've put things on the table that could be taken away from you if the business goes south, what have you put on the table to develop this business? Um, past that, you want to think about, you know, what, the, what you and your business partner put into the business. Like, you know, are you there every day, day in, day out? Is the business partner maybe not there day in, day out? You need to think about all of those things when creating a contract. Another thing to think about is, can the business operate without you? I'm just kind of going through some things, sort of random things, that I thought about whenever... I was creating my business contracts, per se. But um, you want to think about, can the business operate without you? Um, and sometimes that can change, you know. I know in some of my businesses, per se, you know, when it first started, no, it couldn't work without me. But, um, you know, I'll use, I'll use Harper, Ellis, Hair Co., as everyone knows that business. You know, I think it since I am the face and I'm the stylist behind the brand, we're um, a stylist-based brand, I think there should there would be challenges for sure, but my team, I've built such a, a strong, knowledgeable team of experts here. I a part of me do believe that it might could operate without me. And so, you know, then past that. It's like what and when I say without me, I'm saying what if something tragic happened? God forbid, please don't. I um please don't let that happen. But um I'm just I know that's kind of a morbid conversation, but you know, think about what happens to the business if something does happen to you. You know, does does the business go to your spouse? I mean, you know, I know some of my business partners, you know, I'm speaking generally. I'm like, you know, does their part of the business and their part of the shares go to their spouse? How am I going to run a business with their spouse? You know, um, it could be possible. They could have an amazing, very productive, awesome, knowledgeable spouse that in, in, inside of that business. And that could work out great. It, I'm just speaking generally of like what could happen. Um, all of those things need to be pr- planned out. Um, the other thing, you know, <laughs> make sure before you enter a business partnership, make sure you have similar morals. And I think that's I think that's big. And sometimes, you know, that's not going to come up in a conversation. I mean, whenever you meet with your business partner, especially if, like, say, they're your BFF or, say, you know, you're just friends in general, or maybe you're not friends at all. I mean, no one's going to come bring to the table and be like, no, you know, sometimes I wake up and decide to be a piece of shit. No one's going to tell you that. So here's the thing. You need to also follow your heart and your gut when it comes to people. I cannot tell you enough. Like you guys, I'm almost a decade deep in this business owning, you know, journey. I, my gut is right 100% of the time. And when I think that someone might not have my best interest, it usually, even though it might not come, the truth may not come out right that moment, it eventually does and it has every single time. And so if you have these like reservations of like, maybe this isn't the best move because I feel like this person might not, you know, really have my back or really want the same things, that's another thing. Like, do you and your business partner want the same things? Like, and when we say want the same things, you know, the amount of work that, you know, how big are we building this per se business? And um, how big are we building it? And how much work is it going to add to our plates? Like, what if your business partner isn't willing to put out as much work as you are? And you guys are like 50 50 per se. And, you know, then shit's going to hit the fan when you reach, you know, $10 million business. And that person all of a sudden decides, you know, I really don't like what I'm doing anymore. I'm having to work really hard. And so I know it's really hard. I know you're like, how am I going to go have these. Conversations with my business partner, Um, you just have to. You absolutely have to. It's almost, it's nearly like a marriage, if not anything. It sometimes can be more complicated than a marriage. Um, That's the thing. Treat it like a marriage because (laughs) whenever shit hits the fan, you got to have a plan. You got to have a plan of action. You got to have a plan of like, what are we going to do now so that everybody, and I, you know, say, per se, my business went south because I didn't have things set in stone and signed, sealed, and delivered on contracts, I would have like 20 people's jobs in question. And so that would ruin people's lives literally. So past that, let's, let's continue on a little bit. Um, clear expectations from the start. I always was like, that's kind of a no brainer, but I want to like kind of elaborate what I mean by that, you know, clear expectations of both each other's jobs, like, and not just what you think your job is. You could start the conversation by saying, Hey, you know, this is what I'm good at. Um, but clear expectations of what your job is and what their job is and vice versa. The other thing is like knowing what you're good at and what you're bad at. Here's the thing, knowing what you're good at and what you're bad at is almost equally as important because it's easy to be like, Oh guys, I'm good at but I'm really bad at this. It's not as easy to say that. But to me of being a CEO of anything or, an owner of anything or a leader of anything, you have to know what you're bad at. For instance, inside of my company, Harper's Hair Co, never in a day will these people bring a sheet or a paper to my desk and want me to proofread something because I ain't doing it. And if you, it's not going to be good if they, if I do proofread it, it's probably, I will miss every grammatical error, probably misspelled words. I just, my brain don't operate that way. Okay. However, gal, is smart now. And I have a ton of people on my team that even people that aren't even in marketing or copywriting inside of my company that are really good at proofreading because I'm really bad at proofreading. Um, another thing is, you know, finances stress me out to no end, not stress me out. I shouldn't say that. I really love numbers and I l- really love, you know, the money aspect of business, but like QuickBooks and, and, and operating computers in general kind of freak me out. But you know, QuickBooks and, and organizing, you know, expenses and putting things where they go, you know, that is something that I would rather, I don't know, walk out in traffic than do that every day. And so I'm a smart out and I've hired people on my team that I can trust and they do really well at that. They actually love to do that. That's interested, interesting to them. And that's another thing. Don't put people on your team that and give them a position that they don't like. And so same goes with your partner. Don't assign your partner be like, well, you're going to do, you know, X, Y, and Z, and you know that they hate that job. That's not fair. And so, you know, when, you, when it comes to a partnership, you need to come to a place of honesty of like, all right, I'm willing to take, you know, as much of the things I hate as you are. It needs to be, like I said, 100%, 100%. That's the only way that it's going to work. Um, the other thing is, I know this is a really hard one, Especially if you have a partner that is equal ownership to you. You need to figure out who has the final say. Who has the final say? Because if you... And I'm talking to any decision. Any decision, whether it's what color walls are painted inside of our headquarters. Um, as simple as that, to down to employees getting raises, down to you need to figure out who has the final say. And the reason why is because if you say, no, we're both going to make that decision, what happens when you have a disagreement? What happens when you think something and they think the other? You're going to gridlock your entire company from growing. Your company's going nowhere. Because when two people disagree, you are not going to move on from that. And so you need to have, you know, whether you have equal shares, that's different. I think a lot of people, you know, they sometimes think that because of this percentage that I own in my company, that's how much say I have in my company. Uh, Nope, not if your contract says otherwise. And so um have that person like all right this is this is the deal that person has the final say that's the way it is so that's a hard conversation to have and if you're asking me how you can go back to your partner and say how am i going to tell them that i'm going to make the final say i do not know because i don't know your relationship however if you have equal ownership and you feel like you bring something to the table that is irreplaceable then it may be you or if your owner, if your uh, co-owner or your partner brings something to the table, that's irreplaceable for the company, meaning the company could not operate without whatever that per- that person has, whether it's finances, the face of the company, um, whatever it is, if the company cannot operate without whatever they have, they might have, they might have the final say. That may be the, the way that you decide it. So a little advice on that. Um... There needs to be systems on how do you handle disagreements? How do you, again, it's kind of goes back to who has the final say. Um, alignment on goals, you know, and goals too. I think a lot of you are like, oh, let's set a goal of how much money we're going to make this year. Yeah, those are easy. What is not easy of like goals of like an exit plan. Um, people, this is the number one thing that I see inside of business ownership of like people don't have an exit plan and that sort of blows my mind. And, I'm saying that in the same breath that Harper Ellis, you know, I'll use that for an example. It's just a business that everyone knows. So, you know, I'm like, what is an exit plan? Meaning like, you know, what's going to happen when I'm like 90 years old and no one gives a damn about what I'm doing or, you know, what is my personal exit plan? What is the business's exit plan? You know, to me, I'm building a legacy. I hope that our, my children wants to take over this business someday. Let's be honest. My son's probably going to laugh at me. I pray that he doesn't, but um, what is going to happen when that happens? When you're too old, you're irrelevant, you're old and wrinkly and sitting on, hopefully, your private island or your private jet. Um, what happens when no one wants to listen to you anymore and your business, you're like, what happens to this business? Are we just going to dissolve it? No. Even though you might not have it 100% figured out, you at least need to have it somewhat figured, figured out. Um, a couple of things inside of my, I don't know, experiences. I'm just going to kind of mention a couple of things. But, you know, I had a business partner one time that basically, my entire team within that company came forward and was like, that person does not have your best interest. Um, that person doesn't have nice things to say about you. Um, come to find out, this person just wanted to be sort of the hero, and they wanted to create that behind, behind my back. Um, and... So far as if this, per- this person was like making up things and lies about my finances, my family, um, personal things in my life, um, but also how I operated and, and ran my role of what we decided my role was inside the business. And, you know, as much as the emotional trauma and the mental trauma and everything that I had to deal with, that wasn't easy. It was almost harder than anything else to deal with. I had contracts set in place. And that contract sat in place, said, if you do X, Y, and Z, and that person did X, Y, and Z, you're you're out. You're out. And it was as simple as that. And I thank God every day, and I don't know why I became this person of, like, wanting to protect myself. And it probably has something to do with my story with money and how I want to, like, protect myself and how I don't want anyone to be able to take something away from me. I've dealt with that in my childhood. And I've dealt with that. You know, I, I want to be able to protect what I've built and spent time in. And that doesn't mean that you, the other person can't have that protection. You, you guys can make that mutual agreement. Like, Hey, if you wake up and suck today and you want to just completely stab me in the back, you're out too. Like whatever that agreement looks like for both of you, that needs to be set in stone. I know that some people are like, Oh my gosh, but yeah, that, that, hap- that has happened to me in the past. And, you know, as much as, like I said, it hurt, it was terrible, but here's the thing. It was pain-free. It was pain-free. It was pain, it was pain-free as far as the business goes. I dealt with a lot of pain because I cared about this person deeply. Um, but more than anything, it was pain-free and my employees weren't worried. My employees weren't like, oh my gosh, what's going to happen to this company? What's going to happen to this business? What's going to happen to my job? They didn't have any worries because I reassured them from the get-go. Hey guys, this is unfortunate, but I have things set in place that protects this. And um, this is something that I thought would never happen. And so you just want to make sure that no matter what businesses you do, no matter what venture you do, you got to protect yourself. um, You know, whether, like I said, whether it's someone doing you wrong, or someone passing away, or whatever it is, you just have to make sure that you're protected. So that is my spill on partnerships. And I highly encourage them. Even though I've been through what I've been through, I highly encourage partnerships because they can be such a beautiful thing. I have so many partners that I appreciate and I couldn't honestly live without. Um, Different kinds of partners. I have partners, you know, that are you know, whether I'm working with someone that's an influencer or uh, my my husband is a partner. Um, I have so many different types of partner in my life and you just have to make sure that everything's set in stone. And I just highly recommend them because when people are awesome, they're awesome. And you always have to have that boundary and that guard up, you know, don't ever like decide, Oh my gosh, I'm going to give this person my world and I'm going to give this person my life. Because honestly, like what happened in my past, you know, someone could wake up one day and just suck. And, um, you know, there's a lot behind that. I'm sure with, you know, mental health and all the things that, why that played out the way that it did, but I don't know, just protect yourself, be smart, be smart for both of you. It's not necessarily all about you. It's all about the company. It's all about all the people that put their time and effort into what you're building. That's my spill. Thank you guys for listening.